Welcome to the Unity of the Valley Spiritual Center podcast featuring Reverend Dahlia Adams. You may visit us online at unityvacaville.org or you may visit us in person at 350 North Orchard Avenue in Vacaville, California. And now, here is Reverend Dahlia Adams. My name is Reverend Dahlia Adams, and I am so honored to be here with you today. This is 2021, and we've been focusing on transformation, on that ability to grow, to unfold, to become all that we can be. And we've acknowledged that in 2020 and 2021, we have been called to unfold, to change, to adapt, to go far beyond whatever we used to think that we could do. And this is something to celebrate, to honor, to reach for. So it is the year of transformation. And this fall in 2021, we've spent seven weeks looking at the call to transformation that is always there for us. And we've been studying a book by Eric Butterworth called The Universe is Calling, Opening to the Divine Through Prayer. So prayer has been an underlying theme throughout these seven weeks. And today is the seventh of our seventh week, seventh Sunday of our seven weeks. And we're going to focus today on prayer. In fact, we're going to go deeply into what does it mean when I say I pray? And I want to preface everything that will be said, everything that I'm going to say with Charles Fillmore at one time defined prayer as any activity that raises our awareness to the presence of God. I hold that definition dear because I know that prayer, that process of lifting my consciousness cannot be limited to one method or one way or one practice. My most powerful practice is walking on a lonely beach, one that is not filled with people, but walking for miles and seeing the horizon, feeling the vastness of the universe, the power of the ocean, and knowing I am one with that. And the source of my day, the source of my good in this moment, is the very source of the ocean, the sky, the horizon, the beach. So I will be talking about some very profound ideas about prayer, but I want everyone to mentally promise to never become a self-critic about the way you may pray. There are thousands of ways to pray. There are thousands of ways to lift our consciousness to the awareness of God's presence. However, Eric Butterworth, in his book, has been coaching us, coaxing us to go a little deeper, to go a little higher, to, to have a more profound 
experience of prayer, and it is well worth walking that path and experiencing the prayer that Eric Butterworth writes about. As long as you hold true to that promise of never allowing that self-critic to say a word about any other form of prayer that you might find yourself using. So I pray, what does that mean? What, is, what does it mean? I pray. And I want to go first to what our way shower, our teacher, our brother, our master, Jesus taught about prayer, and this is profound. He said, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut the door, pray to your Father, who is in the secret place. In our services, when I offer a meditation, I often invite people to allow their breath to take them into that sacred space within them where they know the presence of God, where the Father is alive and present, where there is a deep and profound sense of oneness with God. This is the secret place that Jesus taught. This teaching does not get emphasized enough. It does not get repeated enough. He says when you pray, go into your room, go within. And when you have shut the door, when you have released all of the distractions of this world, become aware of the presence of the Father, become aware of the presence of the Christ, the source, the universe, the infinite love, the infinite power, the one presence, the one power, whatever name feels right to you. And pray to your Father means allow your consciousness, your awareness to be raised to knowing the presence, the power, knowing the Father's presence, and knowing your own oneness with the, with the Father, with that presence. Sometimes when we pray, it's a time to pray, and here we go. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. Beautiful. Beautiful affirmations, a beautiful prayer. I encourage everyone in unity who knows and loves this prayer to continue praying it. I had a friend that every time she parked her car, she said the prayer of protection over it. And that was more important to her than locking it. And she never had any issues So, over the course of her entire adult life. So the prayers that we say, the words that we're used to using, that's good. That's fine. Keep embracing those words. Keep saying them. But if Jesus' teaching is to be followed in those moments, if we can, 
If we can go within and honor that power and presence, take that moment to allow our consciousness to shift, to fully experience the Christ within in that moment, and then to pray from that consciousness of oneness with God. We are no longer asking for the light of God to surround us. We are declaring that as a truth. We're bringing it into being because we are praying from that place where we are one with the creative source of the entire universe, the creative power that's sourced this entire universe. We align with that. We know our oneness with it, and we say, the light of God surrounds us, and we know it to the depth of our being. Every cell within us vibrates in the truth of that statement. So I pray begins with this teaching of Jesus. Charles Fillmore, the co-founder of the Unity Movement, said, in the silence, man enters into that secret place of the Most High. Now that silence might be a few moments before spoken prayer, or it might be a 30-day silent retreat, a 90-day silent retreat, or it might be a daily practice of going into the silence. The Dalai Lama once, when speaking to a unity minister, recommended that we keep our lives in balance and not go overboard with our meditation practice and definitely not to meditate, not to go into the silence for more than six hours a day. So, however long, but that process of going into that silence, into that secret place of the Most High and realizing Realizing, knowing, feeling, experiencing the truth of the Christ within, the truth of our oneness. Okay, so I pray. I want to look at that first word. What does it mean when I say I pray? What is that I? And in the book of Revelation, chapter 41 verse 13, it says, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him. I repeat, I stand at the door and knock. Rumi wrote about this too, and I forget the exact lines, but that sense of of a presence wanting to enter. I mean, it is there already, but the awareness of its presence, wanting that to enter. Joel Goldsmith wrote about this passage that begins with, I stand at the door and knock. And he wrote about it in a book called The Mystical Eye. And he asks, at what door 
I stand at the door and knock. What is the door in that passage? And the door is our consciousness. So the very presence of God is standing at the door of our consciousness and knocking. John Randolph Price wrote a little tiny book called The Abundance Book, and toward the end he has guided meditations, and in one of them we are to hear the meditation as if it is the voice of God or the Christ speaking to us. And that voice in this guided meditation says, there is something between me, between God, and the world that you live in, the world that you experience, your phenomenal world. And until you open that door and let me in, into your consciousness, so that then there is nothing between me, between the Christ's presence and the world you live in. When you let that, con that Christ awareness, that Christ presence to be part of your consciousness, then all the good that I, God, can bring into your life is able to manifest. So I stand at the door of your consciousness and I am knocking. And it is up to each of us in that moment of prayer, are we allowing that power and presence of God to enter our consciousness, to fill our consciousness? Or if we want to use different words, are we allowing that Christ's presence, entry into our awareness, into our experience. Joel Goldsmith goes on to say, who is this I that is standing at the door? And I love the way he went on to explain it. He said, who is this I? And he said, I am the bread of life. I mean, it is the Christ knocking at the door of our consciousness. But that's a word. And Jesus described the Christ. I am the bread of life. In other words, I am that which nurtures you throughout your life. I am that which feeds you. I am that which gives you life. So the Christ that is the source of our very life, our nurturance, is knocking at the door. And if we allow that in, then the source, uh, the bread, the bread of our life, the source of our spiritual and, phys and physical supply and nurturance and food, enters into our consciousness, and it is through our consciousness that we create our reality. So now we are creating through that infinite power that is God through the I am the bread of life. Joel Goldsmith went on with this question, who is this I, he asks. And from the Gospel of John, 
chapter 14, verse 6, I am the way, the truth, the life. So the Christ presence is knocking, asking to be let in. And as we allow that Christ consciousness to fill us, what fills us is the way, our purpose, our guidance, our direction. The truth of our being, the truth of what God is, we allow that to fill our consciousness, our understanding, and the life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. So as we open to the eye that is knocking, we are opening to all of the guidance, the clarity, the direction, the sense of purpose we've ever wanted. We are opening to the truth that guides us and the life that we long for. He went on, Joel Goldsmith went on and said, Who is this I? And from the Gospel of John, chapter 10, verse 10, I am come that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. So this Christ presence, this Christ consciousness is the source of our abundance, the abundance of our lives. And Joel Goldsmith went on. I just picked a few examples. If you like his approach, then The Mystical Eye might be a good book to pick up and read. So I stand at the door and I knock. I'm standing at the door of your consciousness, and I am knocking, and as you let me in, you allow in your purpose, your direction, the life, your nurturance, your source, your abundance. All of that comes through the creative power of the Christ consciousness. Charles Fillmore wrote, Jesus was and this is slightly paraphrased simply because it was long, and I pulled and put together phrases. I didn't make up any. Jesus was more than any other person because of the Christ consciousness. We believe that Jesus lived the Christ consciousness fully. Okay. Because of the Christ consciousness, which is the mind of God individualized. So God expresses as us and through us, individualized as us. Hmm. So we breathe and we remember that when I pray, I open the door of my consciousness to the Christ presence. You notice we haven't talked at all about whether you should be sitting down, standing up alone, or with other people kneeling, whether you need to be in a church or a synagogue or a temple, a spiritual center. We haven't talked about whether you should pray online or in person. None of those things are essential to prayer. Prayer can happen. Very deep and profound prayer can happen in each and every one 
of those circumstances, but what is needed to pray deeply is to open the door of my consciousness to the Christ presence. When I pray in this way, when I pray, what I experience is the I am that is the truth of me. I experience that I am the Christ. For we believe that, that the Christ consciousness that Jesus perfected was an example for all of us to claim that Christ consciousness, to know that God is expressing through each and every one of us. So when I pray and I open that door to my consciousness, my experience becomes that I am the Christ. And my prayers, if I should choose to use words, are powerful. They have an amazing creative power. Fear dissolves. Fear dissolves. In this consciousness, there is no fear. Helplessness goes away. A profound trust that my good is unfolding comes with that consciousness. Now, that's not the only way that fear dissolves or that we feel God's presence. I remember I was preparing for a licensing exam in psychology, and I was terrified. And my prayer at that point, even though I was a truth student of unity, my, my prayer at that point in the midst of my fear and the best that I could do was God help. And God was out there somewhere, nowhere near that experience of my consciousness, but I said, God help. And I was sitting there, drowning in my fear, in the quiet, and all of a sudden, I felt as if I were embraced from behind and that big, powerful arms were holding me. And there was no person present in the room, and it felt like the arms of God enfolding me the love and the power of God enfolding me, and my fear dissolved. So I don't want to make it seem like this is the only pathway, but this is a powerful pathway to enter into that consciousness of I am the Christ when I pray. And there are spiritual teachers that teach that when I pray, entering into the Christ consciousness is enough. That's all that needs to be done. No words need to be spoken. No prayer dance needs to be danced. No music needs to play. It doesn't mean that those things might not be wonderful experiences. And I recommend them. But there are teachers like Goldsmith, like Eric Butterworth, like some of the other New Thought teachers that will, will say that praying, entering into that consciousness, is all that needs to happen. And I firmly believe that. Eric Butterworth, in this book that we're completing, 
wrote, prayer is about you and your consciousness of God. That's the heart of it. That's the power of it. Prayer is not a way to turn on the light in God. It's not a way of getting God's attention so God would notice how hard my life feels right now. But it's a way of turning the light on in ourselves. And God is the light that we turn on in ourselves. Amen. And so it is. We hope you enjoyed today's message. If you would like to support this podcast, you may do so at unityvacaville.org.